Do you watch Vanderpump Rules, The Bachelor, Great British Bake Off, or other fabulous reality TV? Do you want more juicy commentary about your favorite shows? I'm Jess. I'm Mandy. We are Drama Bonded, a podcast that brings you emotionally intelligent, but hot takes on some of your favorite shows. We also review candy and talk about fitness. If you want to feel like you're talking in a hot tub with your friends, this is the podcast for you. So welcome back to season two. Um, This is our two-part episode with Pez. And now we're going to talk about when a sandwich is not a sandwich. By far, one of my most favorite episodes of all of our episodes all together. And uh, what did you think of it, um, Dirty Skittles? Yeah, I agree. I think my biggest takeaway of, of this segment of this episode was how she really found herself. And how, you know, she was she was in this crazy industry and doubting herself in the beginning and how that all kind of came full circle to this industry, giving her the confidence instead of scaring her away. Yeah, me too. Um, just just the whole story, the whole storyline really made me happy. And it's so many good takeaways from the whole um, the whole episode. Yeah, I mean, it had everything from almost losing all her fingers on a hand <laughs> to fully embracing uh, anybody who came into her deli line. And I think that that was, if I had to summarize like uh, the kitchen industry, it has to do with, you know, obviously customer service and people experience, but risking your life every day uh, when you're around sharp objects. It's really cool. Yeah, I, I really like this episode. fucking sexy sandwiches but like that's the kind of um that's the kind of person i wanted to be like with the, my customers like like here we are no matter how we got here or what <laughs> we were doing before this we're here now let's feed your soul and feed mm-hmm. your guts right mm-hmm. what can we do to get that done also please don't ex- like recognize that i'm so far out of my comfort zone and my um, like body right now <laughs> <laughs> that I have no idea like what's going on. Can we just right? <laughs> Anyways, so um, so so voila. Next day I come back and he the the executive chef is like, "You're a fucking crazy person," and I was like, "Yes, thank you." <laughs> but he's like, "Can I teach you how to caramelize onions by fifty pound bags?" And oh. I was like, "Why?" And he was like, "I kind of would like." for you to be the deli person and i was like "Mm, okay do i still have to do the dishes and prep the salad bar (laughs) (laughs) he was like "Mm, no (laughs) i was like that doesn't sound like a good thing to me i'll just go back and do my dishes he goes i'll pay you 50 cents more and i was like okay (laughs) guess we're caramelizing onions (laughs) right let's let's learn how to caramelize 50 pounds of onions right at a time so I learn all the things. I do the whatever. And then there's like this major construction, right? And they put us in a hallway in a building and they only have a deli and a coffee cart in a hallway. And you're supposed to feed 150 people in wow. like from 11 to 1, 150 people to order a salad 
or a wrap or a sandwich. I had a panini press. I had um, my ingredients and I had me. Yeah. Right. So I just did all the fucking things. Right. I had a fucking blast. Oh, I love that. So much fun. I didn't realize that you could have so much fun. I was miserable when I wasn't at my deli with my customers loved it so much fun so but then we open up in the new space right takes them like two years to get through to make us a new space and this new space is fucking slick as shit it's gorgeous and but they take away my deli right and they give me like eight feet of like a refrigerated situation and then like a salamander i'm like (laughs) yes open flame (laughs) i can handle it's like an eight foot long to me right now it seems like it was an eight foot it's probably only like four feet but whatever i (laughs) maybe exaggerate a little bit um of open flame and they want me to like toast these beautiful whatever so anyways so then we get to longer hours because well they couldn't keep people right you get to longer hours and there's more things because you're not just a deli cart and a salad bar. You're now a deli cart. You're now, you know, 20 feet of customer facing made to order brand new, you know, everything, keep it clean, keep it pretty, keep it whatever. Mm-hmm. And then you have like a 20 foot uh, salad bar that you now have to like make sure. And then there's fancy fucking pizza, like all the things, right? I do. I don't know. There's probably like 10 or 12 hour days just yeah. over and over and over and over and over again. And I'm like, I don't know how much longer I can handle this. And then they have this one time a year where they have this giant conference for this unique community of humans in this building. And I remember it was a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then everything was supposed to be do, done by one on Sunday. Right. So from Thursday to I got home at three on Sunday. I had four hours of sleep. Wow. And in that four, like those four hours of sleep, I had, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I lived through it, <laughs> right. but I do, but you do, yeah. right? Cause you're just like, you go just, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's the next thing? What's yeah. the next thing? And you just keep going. And like the only time that I got to walk away was when I had that cigarette. Yep. Was the most glorious <laughs> seven and a half minutes of that whole experience. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, that's why we didn't die when we created mustard gas because somebody <laughs> fucking put the wrong chemical in with the other chemical. Because we live for those seven and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. You had to. I think for me, I would. Uh, the other place I like to kind of escape to was our deep freeze freezer. Oh. I was like, you know what? I'm. I feel like I'm gonna yes. cry, and I would be damned because I was the only female in a kitchen full of men, and I was like, mm. I'm not gonna be the gr- the crying person with all these mean dudes. So I would go in the deep freeze and just let it out. I'm like, <laughs> like tears are freezing as they're coming down my face. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I was like, I feel like that is a common experience for literally everybody who's ever worked in a food service situation that had a deep freeze. Yeah. Yeah, I love that deep freeze. Yeah, I, I did too. We I, didn't have one until we had the new whatever. <laughs> and then I was like, 
the door to the walk-in and then the door to the deep freeze, but yep. the deep freeze sometimes would stick because it yeah. nobody would because it had the like butcher right, hanging right, right. Pl- heavy plastic. Mm-hmm. So not everybody was making sure that it was closed. <sighs> <laughs> I have a, a random question for you because as you're talking Poor about this, yes, as you're oh, talking okay. about this, do you? First of all, I don't know if you still work in the food service industry. I don't. I am a tiny human teacher. Okay. So my question is going to be really on point then because as you're telling me these stories and as I'm telling my stories, I'm like, do you have like PTSD of like the kitchen sounds? Oh God, all the time. So you're like talking about this and I'm remembering like smells and textures and sounds. And I'm like, oh God, don't, I don't want to go back there. I don't want to go back there. <laughs> so, but sometimes like I miss it. Sometimes oh, I for look sure. for places. I look for places that have a similar deli setup because I have volunteered to like be part of like part time to be part of crews and restaurants and like, but but it's never replicated. I am always looking for that similar deli setup where it's customer facing and it's to order. And you have that moment where you can like, like I have, I haven't been in this space for going on four years and I miss it. I don't miss, like I cut, I was processing a 50 pound bag of onions. One of the onions was, uh, a little bit slimy around the outside and I didn't catch it in time. And I sliced through the tip of my middle finger, a squish of my left. Yeah. So my left middle finger, the tip of my left middle finger, a part, a corner of my left ring finger and a chunk like of my thumb. Was it a deli slicer? In a, with a knife. Oh shit. With a knife. Bless yeah. you. So I wasn't wearing my cut glove. <laughs> like a like a special human. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I wasn't wearing a cut glove. And so I'm like crying. I'm like... <laughs> just like blood gushing everywhere in the sink. Because I made it to the sink. I was wearing gloves. Yeah. I just wasn't wearing my cut glove and gloves. Because gotcha. I could go faster without the cut glove. And I had like 17 minutes to get the fucking onions into the pot. Yeah. So that somebody else could wash them. because I, Or to watch them while they cooked. Because they were tomorrow's onions. Because I only had enough onions to get through today. And I had to go upstairs to be part uh-huh. of the front facing hallway fast right <laughs> so like i'm like what am i gonna do i need to go to a doctor i need to get stitches and i need to have this part sewn back on on my middle finger and <laughs> my work husband at the time goes dumbass you can't do that and i was like wait why and he goes you weren't wearing your cut glove it's gonna be your fault the company's not gonna pay for any of it and i was like oh so what'd you do um actually the one of my first loves of my life one of my customers who when I first started, I I like to call it harassing, but it's not really harassing because it's like <laughs> it's like love bombing. Okay. But I mean, some people think it's harassing and that's okay. <laughs> Just as long as, you know, there's no point where anybody's like, okay, you're making me really uncomfortable because I don't want to make people feel really uncomfortable. I want everybody to feel loved and I want to love everybody. <laughs> um. So anyways, so I like was trying to figure out how I'm going to get because I'm like, sometimes maybe it'll attach again if I just stick the well, finger there yeah. <laughs> and like paper towel, yeah. like maybe some tape. It's like a lobster. It's just going to grow that 
that claw back. It's going to, it's going to stick, right? Like it's going to like, that's, that's where I was. Cause I, now I only have like seven minutes to get upstairs to make food for people. I'm like, what am I going to do? So work husband goes to love of my life who is, uh, um, construction. There's a lot of construction going on outside of the, outside of the restaurant or kitchen, whatever. And goes, I need your electrical tape. And so he brings me electrical, electrical tape. We paper towel and electrical tape the three fingers. Wow. And I work like that. Holy shit. With a glove over it. Right. <laughs> so for three weeks, like when I got, okay. So for, first of all, when I got home that night, I almost had never passed out in my whole life. Right. I've never lost consciousness. Like, where I would, you know, like sometimes right. you get a little too drunk when you're young and you're just yeah. sort of exploring that. Blackout. Or when you get older. Yeah. I mean, that's a choice. <laughs> that's a choice. And I'm not here to shame you for that, G. I'm not here to shame you for that. I'm here to encourage you to be safe. To take time out for you and live your motherfucking life. Okay. <laughs> just be safe. Like, yes, we gotta be, be safe. safe. G. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So, uh, so. Do you watch Vanderpump Rules, The Bachelor, Great British Bake Off, or other fabulous reality TV? Do you want more juicy commentary about your favorite shows? I'm Jess. I'm Mandy. We are Drama Bonded, a podcast that brings you emotionally intelligent, but hot takes on some of your favorite shows. We also review candy and talk about fitness. If you want to feel like you're talking in a hot tub with your friends, this is the podcast for you. I get home that night and my son, who's like... I don't know. He's probably 15, 14, 14 at, at that point. And I go, guy, I need you to help me. And he's like, why? What do you mean? Cause I, I got the thumb off the thumb paper towel in the electrical <laughs> tape. This might be too gross. And I no, know I love, you guys I love edit out every whatever. second of this. What? I love every second of this. Yeah. Oh my God. So keep going. Okay. Sorry. And we're taking a really long time and I'm sorry about that too, <laughs> but not sorry. All at the same time. <laughs> So I got the thumb off, right? And I'm like, oh, this, the, the nail's just sort of flopping there and I can cut that off, but not yet because it's not like soft enough, right? So I got to rinse that off. So then I get my ring finger off and I'm just like, I go to pull the middle finger Ooh, it's off. Dried. And some of my finger went with it. Oh. I was like, <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. So I was like, son, I need to, I need you to come help me. And he was like, mom, what happened? He goes, holy shit, your hands bleed. And I was like, yeah, this is like eight hours later when I finally make it home and my kid's like trying to help me. Right. So I'm like, boy, oh, I need you to bring me a chair. So I'm like sitting in the kitchen, like at the kitchen <laughs> oh, no. sink in my house. And I'm like, I'm going to pass out. And he goes, what? I don't, what do you mean you're going to pass out? I was like, look, cool. Cause boy, mom, right? Right. And he's like, mom, this is awesome. And I was like, oh, that's awesome for me right now, son. Can you just like, can you find some scissors? Can we cut it off gently? It took us like 20 minutes because it had dried. The blood had dried. And so then you have to like, (laughs) do you want me to stop for a second so you can take a drink here? No, 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 no. I'm fucking dying. I'm not grossed out at all. I promise. I swear. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, so, uh, yeah, so we finally get the other one off and I'm just like, oh, oh, son, (laughs) I don't know if I can do it. And he goes, mom, what the hell did you do? He goes, I go, I was cutting onions. <laughs> he goes, you were cutting onions? What the hell? 
I was like, I was going too fast. This is why I always tell you to make sure you go really slow <laughs> while you're cooking. Because I've had my son in the kitchen since he was two. Like Aww. he's always been in yeah. the kitchen with me doing the goddamn thing. Right. I, love that. I finally get it all taken care of. It's all squared away. I worked for three weeks like that. Wow. Before I could take off the ring and the thumb finger. Like I just, I kept changing gloves, changing gloves, changing gloves, changing gloves. I was a compulsive glove changer anyway, so it kind of worked out. But like eventually I got to a point where I could wear a Band-Aid. But I mean, you do what you have to do. Yeah. Right? And whether whether I was going to get in trouble or told I can't come back or whatever that would have looked like, I did it. Yeah. You know? And so like that's a, a like it's a funny story but also like it's kind of a pride thing like not i guess man well you're not supposed to be prideful or whatever but um it created a like i'm strong yeah right so that was like a big thing those are my cojones right that's yeah. my cojones story like i had some fucking cojones right there right yeah I so what that. did you learn from that? Um, do you wear the do you wear the cut glove from now fucking on? Fucking cut glove. Yeah. Anytime just, that I'm in a fucking hurry, <laughs> just put the fucking cut glove on because it's not worth it. I still like like sometimes I I can feel a little bit on my ring finger where I don't like yeah. But it, I don't well, nobody who's listening to the podcast because I'm an idiot and I don't think of these things, but but like my finger, it's still there. It looks the end of my ring finger. I can still do hand unicorns. <laughs> <laughs> it all works out. I love that. I love that actually like your whole story, right? Because like you started not thinking you had the cojones to do these things. Oh, fuck no. And then you transformed and you realized like damn, I not only can do it, but I did do it. I was out here cutting onions like a fucking boss. <laughs> Like a beast. I was like so beast mode too. I was like, yeah, I'm getting it done. I'm getting it done. <laughs> Fuck yeah, man. And then all of a sudden I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and work husband's like, put your big girl britches on. Let's do this. Right. So if it hadn't have been for work husband, yeah, I don't think I would have like pushing me. Right. I don't think I would have been able to have that moment in myself. Right. Mm. Mm. So extra special. Yeah. Extra special. I love that, dude. Yeah. Thanks. I miss it sometimes, too. Like, the camaraderie. Like, you're talking about, like, even, like, at the shittiest of shitty days, you're all in there together and you have, like, you know, this end goal in sight. Like, we have to get through this. We have to produce. We have to do it. And so when you have, Mm -hmm. like, injuries, you got to work past it. You don't have the time to stop and, you know, take care of yourself. Because you have all these gorgeous customers that you that you want to impress with your hard work yeah, and your heart and your soul Mm -hmm. and like to have customers appreciate what you have created for them. Uh, For me, that's my experience, right? Especially like my favorite time was in that fucking hallway. Like I had already, um, I call it uh, forcing sunshine down people's throats. (laughs) Like the second you stepped into my deli line, we were tight, right? Like we were family. We were going to get through this together. It was going to be okay. And I was going to do my goddamnedest to bring some light and sunshine, even if I didn't feel it, into somebody else's world. Because 
nothing else. I can't control anything else in my life when I'm in that moment other than my soul and my happiness and the forcing of sunshine into people's lives. Mm -hmm. And so by the time I made it, it was like, I don't know, a year or something, six months. I don't even remember how long it was, but I just have this feeling of going from, I was learning in this kitchen, but then in the hallway, I was thriving. And like, I learned new processes. I learned like how to build a sandwich so that it would stay. I learned what cheeses melt to like liquid state, what cheeses bring a nice string pull. I learned how to boss a fucking commercial panini press. <laughs> like nobody's business. I put so much crazy shit in that panini press. And then like you turn it like I had like steak diamond grill marks on some of my paninis they were coming out and was like can you take a picture of that and send it to me and they were like yeah that gave me like an outlet for my need to mom and my need to love and so this space had um people who were younger than i was at the time but also people who are older and all adults right Mm -hmm. and Everyone was my baby. Aww. Right? Everybody who walked through my deli line, you're we're family. I'm gonna give you whatever you need. Like, I don't know how many times I would just stop whatever it was that I was doing if somebody was in my line and wasn't feeling it that day. And I'd be like, Do you need a hug? Aww. Yes, they're they're customers and we want to take their money. But also, like as a company, right? You want to take their money. You want to like that's that's the end goal, right? Happy customers return. But but also, these are people. Yeah. And you need to fucking love people, even if they say mean, nasty shit while they're in your line. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that they're mean, nasty people. It just means that they aren't on your wavelength but that doesn't mean that they don't need love right right and those those people are hard those people are so hard anyways we're getting really off topic i'm sorry no i love this (laughs) i love this i I told you this is never scripted so we you know go off tangent a lot yeah okay (laughs) i I see i see that mom I, i see that mom didn't reel you in so you're good no i love it i actually I love your story like I really do like it has such a good flow to it like this is the podcast part of the brain it has such a good flow because like you went from like being afraid I can't do this to now I got almost invited to do something that I would have never expected and I loved it Mm -hmm. and I fucking bossed the shit out of it and you Mm -hmm. can think back on that and that's like a happy place for you now versus something you couldn't do so I love that yeah so Pez do you think that this experience that you went through helped you to be a a good teacher with your uh, tiny humans? I think that the food service gig that I had really rubbed off some of my softer edges, which allows me to be more about, I give less fucks about how's what's a, what's a, polite way to say that so i give less fucks about what anybody else thinks right i have a job to do Mm -hmm. and 
my job is to teach tiny humans how to be independent, how to advocate for their fucking bodies and how to get adults to listen to them. Right. And try to get them to a point where they can do it in a way that maybe an adult can understand because adults don't understand shit. We think we know all the things. Can I tell you, I've had two year olds just read a grown ass adult, (laughs) read a grown ass adult and just be like, Oh hell no, (laughs) I'm not dealing with you. You know what I mean? Like that's what, that's the conversation that they're having that I imagine that they're having. But um, yeah, I feel like it, it helped me be okay to let out my mom, like my need to mom people, my want to mom people. I want people to be okay. Mm-hmm. I want people to feel love. Mm-hmm. I want people to be okay. So something that, see what I mean? I cry, right? It's just, I cry. Okay. It's what I do. Anybody who knows me knows that's what I do. It's a, like when I mean something in order for me to get it out, I have to go through the tears. Um, so yeah, I think, I think it really taught me to like, everybody needs love, right? That's really kind of where I was at because there were some people, there were some real, real hard, stodgy older generation people that would come through my line that would others, other humans had their reasons for not liking those people you kind of have to try to find common ground with everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't like to find, have to find common ground, but if I want to give this person a great sandwich and like have them, you know, be part of the culture in this space, right? Mm-hmm. Like I have to invite them into some sort of common ground. So I love that. I love that. It's perfect. Too. That is. Per- I, I. I will say. I wish I got to work with you in the kitchen because. Oh, we. I would have used. It. I. W- I could have used that type of person. For yeah. Sure. <clears throat> um. Why don't you just come up here and uh, the two of you can uh, kitchen back in my kitchen back to upstate? I don't know, man. I, I said just for a day. I did not oh, say you had okay. to move up here. <laughs> yeah, you know, don't you don't don't move up into the snow. Yeah, yeah I, don't I think you should. I think you should move up to the snow. Oh. <laughs> Little Nugget would love it. Um, oh my god, maybe. Chicken Nugget makes me crazy. I think that is the cutest thing. <laughs> you guys call him Nugget, and I'm just like, oh yeah. my god, Chicken Nugget. <laughs> He's, a nugget. He's out there swimming with Anna right now, so Aww. He's doing good. I love that. I love your story. I, we need to have you back for sure. Can you Adam, come back, please? Uh, oh yeah, okay, sure. What are nice. we gonna like? Wh- I don't know. You pick. I have no you- idea. I'm more fascinated just to hear more of your stories, like. Yeah. So, oh, Lord have mercy. Okay. It's okay to be not okay. Just make sure you're talking to someone. <laughs>